Hey, this is Max Mangala, director of Teen Spirit. Over the next few weeks, the filmmakers will be talking to our friends about the movie and also not about the movie. This week, Renaissance woman Rashida Jones will be talking to star Elle Fanning. Stay tuned. I'm Rashida Jones, and I am here talking to Elle Fanning, and we're going to talk about her film Teen Spirit and some other stuff. Yeah? Woo! All right. I feel like we should start from the beginning. Okay. Where every great podcast starts, which is how we know each other. <laughs> we know each other. I mean, I, from the Spike Jones yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I was like, is there? <laughs> is there Wait, you don't remember? <laughs> no, I remember. But I was like, is there another time? No, that, that we was the met time. Okay. That was the time. Good. So we that met. Was hardcore. That was I'd never hardcore. done a play before either. I do all my firsts are with you. My first podcast, my That's first great. play. <laughs> That's great. And we yes. have to make a list now, a bucket yeah. list of your first. Exactly. Um, we did an, a one act play mm-hmm. that was specifically for an opening ceremony. Yeah. Fashion show. Fashion show. Mm-hmm. So the fashion show was weaving in and out of a one act play. Mm-hmm. You had a, I had nothing to do. I was just goofing off and having a good time because I had like one, two scenes. You had to like do a lot of there stuff. There was a lot to say. You had a lot of words. There was a lot to say. You had a lot of words. Um, a lot of monologues. Yes. Yeah. A lot of monologues. I was, I was sitting in that chair and like, it was a, re- I mean, it was a real, it wasn't just like a fashion thing. We were, no, we rehearsed we, there for was tears. how many, like, like two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. And there was like, and also that is, I sang in that play too. You did. Yeah. You we sang. did. We had a whole musical number, the um, Drake. Drake. Just hold on. We're going home. Yeah. Um, so that have- that's actually a good segue to to talk more about Teen Spirit, (laughs) which I absolutely love. It's, I was crying so hard at the end that I was actually embarrassed to to walk out into the parking lot. But um, (laughs) you are so, you're so good in that movie. And you're so, I think what I like about, there's so many things I like about the film, but one of them is that it it very, it takes teen feelings very seriously. Mm -hmm. And I grew up on John Hughes movies. And the reason I love them so much is because I felt seen and I felt validated. Like that, you know, a breakup or detention or a 16th birthday party or a dance Mm -hmm. is legitimately the biggest moment of your life. And in this movie, it actually is, you know, the biggest moment Mm -hmm. of her life. Mm -hmm. Plus she's a teen. So it's like there's the, the angst of just being a teenager and then also like being in potentially having you know the the biggest opportunity of her life cross her path mm-hmm. so you know there's there's some scenes i don't want to give it away where you have to compete against other people yes and sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. now do you as an actor i mean i don't i don't know how you work but did you feel like were those just all too real for you in terms of like digging for the the place where that that comes from that that feeling of rejection or competition or insecurity going into an audition, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm like I'm thinking. I'm like reliving all those. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> like yeah, no. But um, I auditions are something that um, just like personally for me are I can't really deal with auditions I don't know they make I think but also I think when you talk to all actors they pretty much say the same thing of how much they hate them I know some people who like them that's because it's like a game and they're really competitive you know right I guess I mean I am competitive though like I I hate them I am competitive but not in like in a more of like my family's like they're all from like sports and so like I also look at acting in a very sports mentality way of like I'm like hyping up to like go 
and do the scene or like right. do it and um, win or like whatever that means just means feeling proud of yourself right. at the end of the day. Right. Um, and but I think with like auditions and the that nasty world of competition, which can get so bad. I, I mean, I yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I hate auditions, but it's it did bring awful. me back. Um, because you're just, con- you're like, we are being judged against other people constantly yeah. in this world. I mean, everybody is, but especially when you're in films and, you know, everyone's kind of always comparing you to someone mm-hmm. else, which isn't a great, it's not, it's a, not great a good feeling. feeling. Nobody no. wants to feel like they're like anybody else. No. I think people. And no one is like anybody else. No. It's like, there's no need to group people together. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. I think probably the the pressure of going in and doing something creative and mm-hmm. feeling open and honest mm-hmm. and vulnerable mm-hmm. when you know that either someone's going to tear you down, reject you. Like yeah. the combination of those two things yeah. is like a, a pressure cooker. Yeah. I passed out in an audition once. You did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I passed out. Were you out? tired or hungry or was it like because the scene was intense? No, I think it was because I, the scene, I, I, I just... I don't think I knew it well enough. That was also something. I feel like auditions, they never give you time to prepare. Never. You never know the lines, but then they want to. They want you to, like, what's your memorization skills like? It's like, well, this is nothing like a movie actually works. Right. Like, giving me this little, you know, um, giving you, like, a couple hours. This was actually the a same-day thing. I had, like, a meeting with the person. Then they're like, you know what? Maybe we wanted to come back and read. So why don't you do, do that and then come back? And, of course, it's a scene where you're bawling and, it's always the emotional scene, right. which is so ridiculous. It's just you know, in I, front of these strangers that you don't even no know. No context, yeah. no lead up. Yeah, They're not making even you read comfortable. The right. Yeah. And then I and they and this was a very odd situation where they had they kind of were trying to make it like a film set. I don't know. They had like all these lights. Right. So it was really I remember the lights like beating down. That's not cool. Which wasn't <laughs> cool. And there was an actor, like the actor. Also, wasn't the actor that was playing the role just hired to read with you? Yes, not even a cat, like a hired actor to read. I was like, this is odd, whatever. But I remember that I, I passed out. My grandmother had taken me to the audition, and she's like, "All right, whatever. Like, what do you want to get to eat after?" Like, and I got um, Pinkberry and Burger King. Yeah, after you I deserved was like, it. I deserved it. Yeah. Did you? Did Did anybody panic when you passed out? Yeah, they did. I mean, they were like, they ran out and got my grandma. My grandma's like. Okay, well, you know, this is insane. You know, she's she's done. Yeah, she's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This we're is, done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. And I obviously I didn't get the part or anything. That, I, they should have given it to you just because you passed out. <laughs> I mean, that it feels like only fair, right? Yeah, exactly. I just A like pity. I just can't understand why if you want an actor to do well in an audition, it feels like you want to create the circumstances to help them do well. Yeah. And and for myself, like if I'm directing something, I want to try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. I know it's like yeah, hard. Yeah, so they gonna, give you also the, the best, best of version themselves. of themselves. Yeah. Like even if you leave there, I've left many auditions feeling like I did a, the, my best job and I didn't get the part and I was disappointed, but not as disappointed as I would have been had I been like stressed out mm-hmm. and not known my lines and yeah. nervous yeah. and not given the chance to be the best version of myself. Exactly. You know? At the end of the day, it's like, well, you did the best you could do. Like knowing that, yeah, is, that's a lot for me. It's like you, you, you know, you know, you just you did the best, and that's just, the whole that thing. It. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so yeah. let's talk about the singing part of <laughs> yes. that because this is a little bit different. First of all, I have to ask you. So why are you not a professional singer? What? <laughs> <laughs> you have a beautiful voice. Um, you 
if you were actually in a singing competition, I think you'd do really, really well. <laughs> Maybe did I you should go on The Voice. You should. I think that's no, what's coming what next. what I should be on is The Masked Singer. Do you watch oh, that yeah. show? Oh, you should. Wait, now you're going to blow it because don't they have to not know who oh, you are? Oh, right. Don't. don't. Let's not talk about it anymore. No, let's let's just make it happen. It. Yeah, I know. I was like, I did watch that. I was very... Yeah. So in terms of singing and singing in front of people, so mm-hmm. you did it at The Met... Which right, is, you know, you and a bunch of opera singers have accomplished that. <laughs> um, is that something that you have done often publicly? Mm, no, I've done. I'm uh, when I was little, I did um, like gospel choir a little bit at my school. I did um, this thing called the Madrigals in mm-hmm. elementary school, and we did. I got a solo, you know, once like singing "All I Want for Christmas Is You." You know, I did, <laughs> and like the little things. So I would sing in, you know, with. I guess in front of my classmates, which that's a huge thing. If you have yeah. like, a crush on someone, yeah. like that solo means everything yeah. again when you're that. It's like yeah, it's life's intense. on the line. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, I did it in a high stakes situation of yeah. being at school, which is the most embarrassing place to be in the world. Well, that, and that's <laughs> and your character in the movie has to yeah. sing in front of like all the girls that kind of judge her and yeah. are like the cool girls. And that that weirdly, I was more Is nervous more, exactly. Than being in front of a real big audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember feeling... I remember that feeling of like, you know, have to perform and, and sing because I never, I didn't look at myself as a singer, you, you know? It? No, no. I mean, I growing up, I loved dancing and I loved singing around the house. Mm-hmm. And like, I was a very kind of hammy kid in that, like very much so my, everyone would tell me, shut up, like stop, sc- <laughs> you know, stop singing, stop doing that. And um, again, you showed them. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But I, so yeah, I, and I did like singing lessons growing up a little bit because it was, my mom was someone was like, oh, we'll put you in a lot of things and see what you like type right. thing. So it definitely crossed my mind of like, maybe I'd want to be a pop star. Like right. for sure, I thought that way when I was little. Um, but then acting, you know, came into my life. And I also realized, you know, like Grease is one of my favorite movies. Like oh, I is best. like, I would religiously watch Grease. So I, I was like, I related to acting to also you can sing as well. Right. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to be a singer. I right. was like, well, there are musicals. That is a thing. That'll come. And you could do it later at some, exactly. some point. Exactly. And I also like maybe the element of surprise a little bit because people didn't necessarily know that I could sing. Right. So I was excited for that movie to come along where I could surprise people and, and show that skill that I that I had. And this is the one. This is Which the one. Which is so cool because you're, you are also, like your character and you are mm-hmm. kind of like center stage for the first time, like singing in a way yeah. you never have sung before. Yeah. And then it kind of like escalates and escalates and escalates. Mm-hmm. And what I took away from, from that journey is that, you know, I don't know, there's something, there's something very realistic about this movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like, I think there's a lot of stuff around fame. People have a lot of stuff around fame and the mm-hmm. success within fame and within arts mm-hmm. specifically. And that it's so great and glamorous and amazing. And this is sort of like, you know, there's some stuff that's good and there's some stuff that's not so good. Yeah. You exactly. know? And I think, but also it's nice playing a character like Violet understands that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You think she understands that from the beginning of the movie? I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I, I feel like, I feel like that in my real life too like I know I also look at acting and movies and that world separately than my real life Mm. and I and I people when I was young would also tell me like make sure you keep it separate like I went to a regular school like I had don't 
like get enveloped in that world or think that every, you know it's your whole life is just about movies and yeah. getting movies and being it's not yeah you know and I think that Violet is a very grounded yeah. character and she's been through stuff in her life and um lives you know in a very different world than you know the world that she's kind of going into or wants to go right. into so she realized it's that groundedness that where she comes from that she also it's like she she can put it into perspective right which i feel that myself i'm like that i'm like ah i can put that like yeah it is what, what it this is isn't that cool yeah. right 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 like right. i know you know what you know some what people are you know that I'm dealing with or whatever. Yeah, it's but, not, none yeah. of it's real. Yeah, no, yeah. And and I think that's like, that comes across in the character because she, I think probably that, that kind of, le- that grown up level of understanding mm-hmm. is what makes her, that's like her vibe. You know, like how yeah. artists have vibes. Like yeah. her vibe is like, take it or leave it. Ex- yeah. Which well, you, I and find you have appealing. to have a vibe you if you're a pop have a star. Vibe. Yeah. Gotta have a vibe. Yeah. I think Violet's like pretty, I, I love, I was so attracted to her kind of like angry hunger mm. like she's kind of an angry yeah. girl and i i did like an interview for i don't know when this was happening and one of the interviewers had seen the movie and said um like it was like on the festival or whatever and he had said oh like why doesn't she smile more oh, I was like, you, what? did you say bro you know you're being sexist right now right <laughs> yeah. why don't was, you ask your friends i was like um to smile well just because she's a lead like because they i think the like, lead female character in a film they think that she should be a certain way which also we all yeah we know but it's just like uh, okay you know yeah i didn't that's why i love her because she's not too. necessarily the likable girl in school right. like she's like kind of don't just like don't talk to me <laughs> yeah totally and and, I, and I, by the way you know i mean whatever it's it's this is i think we all we both know this but there's so few times that women get to be unlikable mm-hmm. and it's so fun to play because i don't in my real life i don't want to smile all the time yeah i don't want to like i just had this realization the other day where i was like why why would i go to a meeting with a with a, <laughs> my partner who's a, a man they always shake his hand and they want to hug me Girl or guy. Oh, interesting. I don't want to hug you. Yeah. Like, because I'm a girl, I have to be friendlier. Yeah. And I got to, you know, like, yeah. it just, I something about it. I just, I made a decision. You know what? I'm shaking hands from now on because that's yeah. just what I feel like. Yeah. And I don't care if it makes you feel weird or awkward. Like, that's yeah. my personal space, you know? Yeah. But there, it, it feels like there's things we take for granted. I mean, like that, for instance, yeah. I'm sure you made a choice that... That that girl's angry. Let her be angry. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, she's likable to the people who know her. Mm-hmm. And why does she have to be likable to everybody else? And in a weird way, the the message of the movie too is like, you know, she she has success in her own world and in a bigger world without having to be like, look at me and yeah. love me. Yeah, which, or pretending to be someone else. You yes, know? right. She gets and to I, be herself. I mean, it's funny for me because I am someone also that people like. I am. Like the blonde, smiley person. <laughs> like when I'm talking about this, I'm like, like trying. Like, what to are look you talking you? about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I love hugs. I love smiling. Oh God, I do. By the way, I love no, hugs too. But I know, no, I totally get what you're saying. But I don't like being also put in a box of that person. Right. Like I am. I, you know, you want to be the complex know. person that you are. Exactly. exactly. Sometimes you want to hug and smile and yeah. giggle, and, and sometimes, sometimes you don't. don't. Yeah. You sometimes don't you just want to like 
be in your own thing. Exactly. And the the idea that the pre- the pressure exists that there's no time that you can't be that other person. I think like yeah. you know as a person much older than you, I I totally am codependent and just wanted everybody to like me for so long. Yeah. And I I felt like I cracked a little bit mm-hmm. where I just I just stopped caring mm-hmm. and in fact got angry about it. Mm-hmm. And it, by the way, it's nobody's fault but my own. I mean, culturally there's some stuff going on, but like mm-hmm. I can just say no. You know, I can just say this is not who I am right now, and and I have to be okay not being liked. But it took me a very long time to get yeah, there. Yeah, that takes time. And and anyway, like you, you, I think you you have a good track record of being yourself, and I think yeah. the people I that try, I, know, I hope I try to be, you but are. also I, you know, I'm still growing you're learning. Up, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the other thing. I'm sure that's yeah. got to be really hard yeah. for you because you you're still learning and you're at an age when it's totally okay for you to learn mm-hmm. but people have an expectation that you're a professional right and that you should be this sort of like perfectly polished person yeah. but that's bullshit you should be able to learn yeah um music let's talk more yeah. about music because the, the movie is about music yeah talk more about the movie i, I love the music in the movie i love that it's like you know your director max Minghella did mm-hmm. a wonderful job um the tone is so it's so consistent in the film it's like like i said there's sort of like a teen angst it's dark but it's inspiring and the music is such a huge part of that that kind of like the euro you know mm-hmm. the techno euro techno is that what it's called i mean euro pop techno pop yeah techno pop it makes sense to me techno pop sure um <laughs> but like it's it's kind of has this you know Pulse this, to this it. pulse, mm-hmm. yeah, this pulsating bass line. So mm-hmm. it can include things like Robin, mm-hmm. and it can also include things like, you know. Annie Lennox. Or Annie like, Lennox. Well, surprise. That's a yeah. surprise. Yeah. People, oh, like, what, what song are you singing she, there? Yeah. You know, yeah. I actually didn't know that was an Annie Lennox song, and I oh, waited wow. to see what the song was. And mm-hmm. is it is the original recording like that? Is it is it have that kind of drive to it, yeah. the bass? Yeah, it She's so cool. Like, I feel like she's so she was she's always ahead of her time. So yeah, it's so. Um, I remember the video. We I don't know which video I was thinking, but it's just like very eighties. So like mm-hmm. I always asso- I did associate it with the world. Yeah. But also like that. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I sound like yeah. I'm doing this like this fist, fist in the air. Pumping. Yeah. We're doing. They call it. I feel like in England they call it doomsha. What is that? Like doom shit, doom shit. Oh, like that's yeah. not right. Like four on the floor, four yeah. on the floors, and the thing. <laughs> when you walk into Abercrombie, yeah, right, yeah. totally. You know that, and like, like there's remember penalty. when there used to be Abercrombie exist? Topless guys, yes, at and you walk in, it's like. Unce, unce, Could unce, you imagine unsa? That's what it's called. Yeah. Unce, unce. I don't whatever that. That's like a version of it, but I think this is more like. There's something. It's more like the baseline rather than the the beat. Like the bass mm-hmm. is very is very present in all the songs that you that are in the movie, and then also yeah. all the songs that you sing. They are. Di- I mean, the you know the songs were changed a bit. They don't mm-hmm. sound exactly like the original songs. Right. Um, to fit into that. To fit theme. into that world. Yeah. And also to um, work with my voice right. too. Um. Because Marius DeVries, who did all the music, we after I, you know, when I got the part when Max. Gave it to me because I had to go. Like I was, I was gonna say, I had to did go you audition. After this. No, I, <laughs> okay. well, I didn't did audition, you, but I, I had done. Um, did you pass out? No. Okay. <laughs> but I had, I had done this. Um, I sang with Woodkid. I don't. Do you know oh, Woodkid? Yeah. yeah. At the Montreux Jazz Festival. Oh my god! My dad is a co-founder. Really? Full disclosure of the Montreux Jazz Festival. How giant the Montreux? Oh I mean, it is. 
huge. I well, performed also there where, two years ago, and I I almost fainted on stage. I almost I almost so, did too backstage. I was so crazy. I couldn't. I didn't know what I got were myself you in the, into. Were you in the that it that, was the, the big, big theater, yes. the Tchaikovsky theater, yes. Stravinsky theater? Oh yes. my god, it was, it was so terrifying. It, there was a full orchestra behind. I mean, it was beautiful. He is. Yeah, he's incredible. amazing. Incredible. It's so moving. It was like they had, they had full orchestra and, and we had rehearsed and like I guess leading up to it I realized what a big deal it was going to be but not until I was backstage and I just was like I'm going to remember I'm going to forget all the lyrics. I'm going to forget the lyrics and so I was just pacing like sweating, just right. profusely sweating, <laughs> like trying to remember the, the the lyrics until they called me on stage. Um but yeah, he was a friend of mine and he didn't Woodkid didn't really know that I could sing either. I don't know why he asked me to do it. He but must have known on some level. I guess level. he knew on some level, but it was like a Woodkid and Friends, so he invited right. people. So I had that clip because I had seen, um, you know, a re- release saying that Max um, was doing this film that he had written and directed, and it's about a teenage girl singing. And, you know, my ears totally perked up. I was like, this is what I've been looking for. And... um and I was like, why aren't they asking me? <laughs> and I, um, you know, my my manager um, called and and I think that they were they weren't so sure because I can't it, originally I think it was supposed to be a Polish girl. So they were right. looking at Polish girls right. who could sing. And um, it's so kind of unknown. And I don't speak Polish, so. Right. Um, well, you did really nicely in the movie. You must have learned <laughs> yeah, was, a little bit, was right? Hard. That was so hard. Very hard. Yeah. Um, just that the the language is so different from ours. So. Yeah. But I had a guy named Patrick with a Y who helped me. At Patrick, I'm trying to think where the Y is. Oh, at the where end, the, Patrick. Where okay. the I? <laughs> <laughs> and he helped me. Um, but I, but I had at least I had that clip, and also I did like a W magazine kiss. I sang Kiss. You know how like Lynn yes. does yeah, they, those they things? make everybody sing, yeah. And I did, but I thought, I mean, that is that clip of me singing is so embarrassing to me. I think I sound so bad. I think I sound terrible, but I Max had heard that. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, she can sing. Mm-hmm. Like he thought that was so like, thanks, Lynn. Like that helped me get this part. Um, but and also the Montreux um jazz festival clip that I sent. And so they realized, okay, she can right. sing, you know. Um and and we talked and like immediately I think I had seen and I I had read the script before we had our meeting and I just saw I saw Violet I was like I know her there's parts of me that are just completely her and also I had seen this documentary called Girl Model that oh. I reminded I don't know if you've seen it I don't know is it about it's about it, a model who's from Russia I think she's from a really small I saw town that it's very movie. sad it's, it's so very sad. sad but I. I kind of when I was reading Teen Spirit, I was like, that reminds me of Girl Model, yeah. like just the type of also that kind of underlying sadness. Because yeah. I don't think like our movie has like the pop sugary side, but also it's kind of dark. Yeah, it's you dark. Know? It has like it is. It, I don't. It, it has like a dark undertone to it, and especially with like Autumn, the DP, like the yeah. way she shoots everything. So beautiful. It's so beautiful. I and I and. So I had mentioned Girl Model and Max actually that was like inspiration. He had seen oh, wow. that obscure documentary <laughs> and um he was like, Oh, like I wrote this with that like wow. in mind. So wow. he, like immediately after I said that, he was like, Okay, I think like you understand. Yeah. But you need to start rehearsing like yesterday right. for all these songs. Yeah. And so Marius, I was filming something in Savannah and Marius came out to Savannah and we 
um, started talking about, you know, the, the songs. And most of the songs were in the script okay. that were in the movie, which was because of Interscope. Right. We got those. That's which was awesome. Incredible. Yeah. And were and, there any that you guys kind of came up with together or that yeah, you were? I was like, Little Bird, I think, was one that was a little bit later. Um, and don't kill my don't kill my vibe yeah, was one that, that was like a, um, discovered very late mm. in the game, which was very nerve wracking. Yeah, because because I'd been working on all the songs a lot, and but that's the one where I knew you know I have to like I have to give this everything. Yeah. This is the one because I think filming. I was very aware. I think it's easy for you to want to sing the songs the best you can every time. Mm. But I was also aware that I'm being, I'm a girl who's developing. developing. Yeah. So I had to, you know, when I sing I Was a Fool in the beginning, I can't be as polished as, as I get or as I am. So I was like always holding myself back and holding myself back. Right. And Marius helped me with that. Like that was something we really talked about as well, just like calibrating the right. How good is she? Like does she see the potential like that, that they right. talk about and that rawness? But I think with all artists, people – when we listen to songs, like I'm not an expert in music, but I, but I do love certain songs and I love certain artists and like the authenticity is what you hear first. Like you see, like, you totally. know, and those are the people that, you know, are gonna totally make it. And yeah. yeah. And when, and when you talk about working on songs, so you worked with Marius, but then did you, did you work a lot on your own and did you like look in the mirror? Like, how did you work on that? <laughs> I, I um yeah I worked with Mars I worked with a guy named Bob Garrett and we did all those crazy vocal warm ups. Mm-hmm. I'm someone like I didn't necessarily know exactly what I was gonna do with the performances until I did them. I would sing the songs a lot by myself as well to like try new things out and, right. and try to perform them a bit but right. never fully like. If I was looking at myself, I would just be imagining. I'm like it's someone hard lives to in do my that. head. It's yeah, hard. You can't yeah, do that. I think it's just. But with it's the same thing with acting. Like in a scene, it's like you imagine everything that it's going to be. You don't necessarily act it out, right? You know, right? By yourself, maybe some people, but like you imagine it, and then you get to set, and it's completely different, right? You know, right? <laughs> You've like, uh, this right. looks like nothing like when the script I thought the house was going to look like. I right. thought that my room, you right. know, and that's also how it kind of was with the songs. It was like, Marius also, he comes from like uh, this movie background too. Of like he's right. worked on La La Land and he knows you have to know the song so well. Right. And you have to like, you just, they have to be in you so much. Yeah. So, and imagine it yourself. So, so then when you get in the space, it it's like, matter. you're going to be totally thrown right. off, but you right. are secure. Right. So I, we just like we sang those songs, sang those songs for three months every day. We would go just through knew them all the songs really well, mm-hmm. except for Vibe. Literally, <laughs> except for Vibe. Which, I did not know that song very well. Which is great though, because I feel like there's it's really potent, it's really visceral that mm-hmm. moment in the movie. Like I felt, I was like a little bit nervous. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, also because Roxy is so good. Yeah, that was also uh, Clara who plays yeah. her. She is she's an really amazing good. singer. Is she a professional singer? I think she did who are sing. All these pe- How do you guys just have these great voices? What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. She's a professional singer. I don't know. She's, if she's great. A prof- she's an actress, but she sings. Yeah, she obviously. was great. She sings. She was great, and also she had a very different vibe. And like yeah. I felt but like she has the vibe that people think it's gonna is you gonna know, win. Yeah, because yeah. like she's like the ballad, she wears a little yeah. dress, yeah. and she's yeah. you know that she's very pretty. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I yeah. So I was like, um, but I I think I 
she also recorded or um, sang her song. She sang live too. She, sang she her did. Song live. And um, she wow. sang that song before I did my vibe performance. Oh, wow. So, so it was, like, was actually like It was. The so show. I was hearing it. And it wasn't the same day, but it was like a day before, a couple days before or whatever. So right. I was hearing it. And I was like, wow. Like I have, I have to. I'm, I'm um, fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna lose. Wow, I'm gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what this. Yeah, it wasn't says. real anymore. I know it was. It was. It was so real. I was like, this is. Um, it wasn't um, a movie anymore. Right, <laughs> but that's good. That's where yeah. you want to get with that, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, when we performed Vibe, it was all day. Wow. Um, did you have an, an actual audience? We did for some. Some of it, yes. yeah, because you kind of need that energy, right? Yeah, like we paid them to be extras. <laughs> they are like, paid Woo! them to watch me. Yeah. Like, we love this. Yes. We're getting paid. <laughs> You're great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's important. Yes. It's important to be, have people enthusiastic yeah. ar- around you. Like I often wonder, like, you know, on SNL when the musicians perform, there's nobody in front of them. Right, Because there's all crazy. those crazy cameras. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have to – create all this drama and intimacy and all this stuff like with yeah. no audience members which is weird that's weird yeah because also i feel like performers always say you get it off the audience of course, you, know? you have to it's weird yeah um so you did that all you did that song all day <laughs> yeah all, wow. all day we did it we, but it was nice it was like that day was dedicated to getting that right right yeah totally right um which was so yeah that was so like to have that was so great but we yeah I was nervous I was very nervous about it because I didn't really know what I was going to do Max had you know kind of imagined how I would get around the stage of like you have to like A to B to C like this is how you're going to but the way the movements you you do however you get there the time like you can like that's on that you can do that no that's too much freedom (laughs) tell me something to do (laughs) but Max is also like the way that I think the way he directs is very helpful for actors because it's not um he can be very dry with the way that he was like okay like go faster right and i like that actually because he's not like performing yeah not necessarily i mean of course that comes into play but it's also i think it's nice to have a director sometimes just tell you and like tell you what they need the best directors they do that just like like it's just like a very cut like simple direction right and you're like that's exactly like that's what i needed like hey you want me to walk quicker yeah okay like because he knows oh if you walk faster like your inner it's gonna change, change it's gonna everything. do what i want it to do right and so that was uh, very that was just it was very helpful yeah i yeah. think we've talked about direct max and i've talked about directing a lot and and i think that probably comes from being an actor too because mm-hmm. he's an actor like he imagines to get to the point. Yeah, he yeah. he imagines himself being like, yeah. just tell me what you fucking want. Yeah, exactly. So he's doing the thing that he wants exactly. to be done with him, you know. Yeah. And I do think that's like the challenge for an actor be- becoming a director is like, I don't, I want to get what I want, but I also, I also don't want the actor to think that I'm like acting to get right. something in a circuitous way because mm-hmm. I, I, I hate that too. I like really straightforward directors yes you know and i think some people don't some people want to be like oh my god that's so great get, do that one more time but just like 
just have a little bit more, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not like dissing anybody, but yeah. I know that like I've worked with directors who are just very much to the point, and people are like, "He's a fucking asshole," or "She's an asshole," whatever. Right. You know, I, I tend to like that. I li- I kind of like, I like it. it. Just tell me because I'm <laughs> I know that I have a job to do, yeah. and like you got to get what you need. Yeah. And everyone has a job to do. Everyone you know what has I mean? a job. It's like we don't have time to to just coddle me. Yes, like exactly. We, the, everything has to be right at the right take. Mm-hmm. So like. I, let me just go do my thing, mm-hmm. and then you can like focus on lighting. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yes. <laughs> let me and know. camera moves. You yeah. know, it's I'm like utilitarian about it too, mm-hmm. so I think I would respond well to that. Mm-hmm. Do you? Is there what's the worst direction you've ever gotten? You do not have to say a person's name, but what's the worst, oh, one, single um, worst piece of direction? Um, I'm trying to think. I think someone told me to be sassier. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. I get that. I do a lot of voiceovers, and there's a lot like, of be sassier. What? Yeah, it's not great. What is that? It's not great. <laughs> So a director once told me to be more girly. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Obviously a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I already hated him because yeah. I felt like he didn't always do it. And then he said that and I was like, we're done. That's done. I'm going to do the opposite. Opposite, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means too. It's what like, does what does that, that mean? mean? He was He was basically doing what we were talking about, which right. is like, I was not I was playing this kind of me- melancholy character mm-hmm. and there was some like note from the network that was like it's too sad and oh, indie so they were like yeah. can you just like gig-? they just did like 40 scenes like re- reshoots of me just like giggling and smiling oh that's terrible can you believe so so out of all of the things you had to do to prepare for the movie mm-hmm. di- dialect language mm-hmm. dance there's a little dancing singing um Waitressing, um, uh, Polish, Polish, yeah. Um, what was what? What would you say was the most challenging? Most challenging, I would say. Um, I think the singing and the Polish are kind of tied. Mm. Polish was very difficult, just in a different way, because it's a language that I don't hear a lot right. either. So it was just getting used to that. But I. Um, had you know i had patrick and agnieszka also who plays my mom right um she really she's great she is polish so she would totally let me know so that was nice i had someone there it helps probably to have somebody that you're speaking with for the intonations right yes yes you're not doing it like in a vacuum by yourself that yeah i know thank i was like thank god that she um that we when we spoke i was like speaking with you know who who is have you played english before i have i've played english a few times so i would say that was probably the easier side of things because we filmed in london too and again being around people everyone's speaking that way and but it was a different um way i hadn't done necessarily this accent before also max wanted me to like lower my voice a bit right yeah it was kind of like subdued yeah so It was also it was like the dialect, but also like a voice control yeah. thing as well of right. li- like more laid back and right. Um, the the one moment that I that really sold the 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 accent for me is yeah. I can't remember who you're talking to, but you're like, all right, because I feel like English all right, say all right. Yeah, it's yeah. probably written in yeah, yeah. But it was script. like the way you said it was <laughs> okay. like right. It was so right. It was right on. It was like all right, like Woo. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Yeah, we get it. Um, um, and then yeah, singing was you know tied up was up there with the hardest of mm. just the the stamina of it too because it's That's that was, was a big a big part it's like any you know if okay i know that i can sing and hold a tune and yeah. do that but it's different when you have to sing 
live and do so many takes of it and also being aware of how to take care of your voice. Like right. I, that wasn't something that I ever cared about. Like, Did you lose your voice ever? Um, There was a few. I had like a sore throat a lot mm-hmm. of times. I never fully lost my voice, but there was... Um, did you use one of those steamer things? No, I. But I. They told me like I did in the shower. Right. Like yeah, I would had that, and I had like a spray that they gave yeah. me. Um, did you of, use when you were performing? Did you have like in ears or monitors or anything? I did. I had in ears for all of them. I guess I'm trying to. Remember, but they were very. They were like hidden. Right. Small, you know, yeah. very small. Um, and that was something that was made me nervous as well because I didn't realize. What that is, yeah. that that can ruin everything yeah. with your if your levels aren't right, right? Um, like with the monitors and that. And Marius, he was on. He he knew what I liked. Like he yeah. was like, oh no, she likes it this way. Right. She like like and right. he got it. So I was like, thank God. Like he knows because it's a weird trick with your brain where you're hearing the music yes, inside like, oh, if and I, outside. If you're singing a song with a piano, like that's a different thing. Like totally. easy. But if you're in this giant space, you can't. And then you can't hear yourself at all because yeah. the music is too loud. But you need the music to be loud to follow it because you can't hear. Like it was something I still don't entirely understand yeah. still but it was um it was just interesting i felt like a true pop star with yeah. those things in you totally know? <laughs> like yeah. a little bit more um but i but i also wonder about these kids who do american idol on the voice like they've never performed that way like how I do know. they get and they sound so good how I do they know. get used to the I was balance thinking that too i guess they have like a marius there who i guess but what a quick learning curve I for know. them very quick it's they're insane incredible. They're incredible. They're incredible. I have so much respect <laughs> yes. for people who participate in singing competitions. Yeah. I do. I'm sure I you do too. Feel that to I me love too. singing competitions. Me too. I was someone who like voted. I called up and voted for Fantasia. Oh, everything. Fantasia's the best. I, so I, I love American Idol. American Idol was the shit. Yeah, I dreamed of auditioning for American Idol you when did. I was little. Totally. Because how old do you have to be to audition for it? I think you. They might have changed. I feel like 16 or, 16 or something, but they might have changed oh, to 18. so good. I love Fantasia. And Kelly Clarkson is the amazing. OG. Yeah. Nobody's better than her. She's so good. Mm-hmm. So is Fantasia. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna wrap it up now. Okay, we've really we've really gabbed it out. We have. It's since it was this really, is really fun. fun. I, I wanted to do more. Time. <laughs> I had fun. Um, thank you for sitting down and talking to me. Thank you. This is my first official um, podcast experience as an interviewer, yeah. and you're as an interviewee. <laughs> so we did this. We did it. Thanks for listening. Next week, Lynette Howe sits down of La La Land and Teen Spirit producer Fred Berger to talk about the ins and outs of making movies with music and also to give away a lot of behind-the-scenes stories they probably should. Talk Spirit is brought to you by Q-Code, Bleecker Street, LD Entertainment, and Automatic. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. See you next week.